Welcome everybody to another podcast of Life Talk. And uh, for the members only on the left, shout out to you. Welcome back, interacting live with us as we do every week. If you have any questions this week, let me know and we interact live. If you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, I appreciate you. I appreciate you for being here. And today we have a very special and interesting guest again. I am very excited to announce Heloisa from Hello Event Group, a wedding planner, absolute boss, babe, queen. Uh, what else? Where do I start? Living in Marrakesh, having an amazing business that she runs there. I met her in Marrakesh, actually, and was truly inspired by what she does. And I was like, hey, I want to hear from you. I want to, I want the people that are listening right now to hear from you. I think it's a very inspiring way of living, what you do, how you do it, and also your story. So welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you for all the compliments and thank you for having me. And thank you for being interested, I guess. <laughs> so there you go. I guess, yeah. That's... No, so, certainly. I, I, <laughs> That's uh, very sweet. No, I really mean it. I, I, was, I was talking to you and I was listening to you and I think that I was, um, you know, fascinated by uh, entrepreneurship and especially when it's unique and different and when people have a personal mission towards it and uh, not just do it for um, money. And um, so, so I want to kind of like get to the, to, the, to the start where you shared a story with me. How did you get into wedding planning and, and kind of like where did you start with it? Oh my God, it's such a long story, but it's also so different. I wasn't in uh, planning events or weddings at all. Uh, I didn't start from being a little girl and, and literally dreaming about my fairy tale wedding at all. I used to be a jockey. I used to be in horse racing. So I used to race horses and I went to boarding school to learn how to be a professional jockey. And I did become a professional jockey at 16, 17, 18, 19. And I raced and I was probably one of, you know, a few girls in the southwest of France that could race. So, you know, I became one of the, the famous, we'll say, like jockeys in the southwest of France as a girl. So there you go. And then at 19, I went back to England because my from my mother's side, they lived, my mother and my brother and sister lived in England. So I went back there and I feel like England has, as a culture, a lot of events, you know, a lot of like promotional events, marketing events. I think they're very good in terms of PR and marketing. So I was interested in that. But again, didn't start there. I worked for a finance company. I was their assistant for a year. And then one of the partners asked me to go and buy racehorses for the fund, which was a fund in Nicebridge. So I went off and did that. And while I was uh, buying racehorses for this fund, I wanted to get other people into the business. And so I started organizing charity events, which the first one I did was at Windsor with the actor Clive Owen. So from that, we did that for Aegis Trust at the time, which is about 11 years ago now. Gosh, it goes so fast. Anyway, so we did all of that. And then I was asked to come to Morocco a few years later. I was asked to come uh, to Morocco to develop a project around horses and property development and so on and so forth. And so I did. I stopped with that project. And I took a year of just being on holiday, finding out what I liked and what I didn't like. And some of my friends from London called me to organize their event, like their bachelor party or what well, actually was a bachelor party. The first one was a yeah. bachelor party and high five to my friend called like Johnny Dodge, before you know him from uh -huh. London or Dubai. 
he's got ocean uh, i think he's got ocean something he's into yachting now or something like that anyways he's such a cool guy but it ended up being hangover one two or three i don't know fucking mess right so that's what happened. And then and then from that word of mouth, I was asked to organize a birthday. Then I was asked to organize a wedding, this and this. And I just really got involved. Like I really liked helping people, getting uh, something different in a destination that's not that easy to work with. So there you go. That's so interesting. That's how it started. It's called Hello. <laughs> because because when I heard hello. your story and I saw it, it was like, hello. But where, 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 yeah. where, where did that come from? So I'm called Eloise of a H, right? Hmm, so yes. in French, people would call me and say, hello, hello. Hello, ah, hello. You see? Yeah, so, yeah. so people call me hello, hello, which means Eloise, but H-E-L-O. So it was like, hello, hello. It, it's basically me, but in a humbling way, let's put it mm -hmm. this way, where it doesn't say Eloise in big, but people that know me will know that hello is for hello, Eloise, basically. And um, and that's kind of, I think that is the way I wanted to go with this business. Whereas I didn't want to grow it too fast. I didn't want to, um, I don't want it to be about me too much because it's not about me. It's about a couple or, or a person that wants to organize a moment for themselves. So, you know, and I think that's why I chose this name. So people that know me will know it's me. And if you don't know me, you won't know. But then, you know, that's it kind of thing. And most of my business comes from word of mouth. So there you go. Very nice. Meanwhile, we had some questions coming in. A uh, question that came mm -hmm. uh, through a lot from the members only. We um, we have people asking, you never envisioned your dream wedding. There was never like a, like a you know, what a lot of women dream, dream about. Um, having this, you know, no. retail wedding. No? At the time, at the time, not at all. Now I do. Now, now I know do. exactly mm -hmm. how my wedding yes. will look like. Kind of yes and no, because I kind of uh -huh. change theme as the as the years go by, which is quite funny. But yeah. but back when I was a little girl, no, I was more of a of a of a, a boy than a girl when I was in the horse racing, oh, to wow. be honest. You know, those kind of tomboys. So yeah. so it's quite interesting. Um I didn't have that feminine side that I have today, which is quite interesting. I think my added value and why I became good of what I do, because we're part of the three top agencies in, in Marrakesh now, is because it's not about me. It's not about what I like. It's not about fashion. It's not about tendency. It's not about all of that. It's about you. What do you want? And I feel like maybe because I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of empathy or I'm an empath, I can understand that and I can capture what kind of emotion the clients are trying to create through that moment. And I think that's what makes me maybe a bit different um, and how I can I can come up with concepts. And we've never done the same wedding. Like when you look at our weddings, we can't say that's a hello or Eloise wedding because it's not the same as the one before or the one after. They're totally different in terms of colors, layout, everything. So, so yeah, I guess um, not being set in my own ideas is what makes maybe that's how I can understand the ideas of others. So in a way, yes, no, I've never dreamed of my big wedding but at the same time, it's good because then I can understand what other people want, basically. Understand. That's how I, I so see beautiful. it. But uh, did you always have that entrepreneurial spirit, though? Like, what yeah, was that something always. in you? Yeah. Always. I've done so many different businesses. I'm talking to you about racing, buying racehorses. I'm yeah. the top horse of Europe as my third acquisition, okay. which is like youngest uh, woman, uh, female. Um, 
you know, um, all of it in, into one into that one acquisition. But I've always loved business development in any kind of areas. I've done that's why I like the property development side of things. I like to get the idea of something, understand the idea, and putting the right people and components around it. That's what I like the most. And I feel like um, organizing weddings or events, that's what it is. Every single event or wedding is a different business that you're putting together. So you've got the idea, you've got the goal, and then from that, you have to put everything around it for it to work at that moment. So the suppliers, the people you're working with, the architects, we've got even architects doing our plans for you know the layouts of those weddings, you know, uh, the right partnerships, the right venue, the right this. What well, is the same for any other business? You've got the idea, and from the idea, what steps and what systems do you need for it to work? And that's what I'm passionate about in anything, really. I like so, that. Yeah. What would you? say are you know like because i know you're you're single you live in marrakesh yeah mm -hmm. um how, how do you feel about that and how how is that like well uh i don't think about it that much really? <laughs> no i'm kidding no i don't i mean mm -hmm. i've always been in in long relationships i've yeah. done three years seven years three years and i've been single now for a year and a half i mean i've dated mm -hmm. but i'm a lot um tougher than i used to be i guess maybe which is i don't take in the bullshit <laughs> so as soon as i start dating someone yeah. if after i have like a three week four week span if yeah. after three four weeks what i see in front of me is bs lies no consistency um you know doesn't make doesn't have the Amen. doesn't put the effort that's it. Or if my energies don't feel better having this person in my life, if I feel worried, anxious, uh, jealous, even whatever, that's it. He's out. He's out. I'm like, bye bye. In a nice way, though, in the nicest possible way. And I'm grateful for the moment we spent together and I'll discuss it. But I don't have time or want to get into anything toxic or feeling bad about it or or having long conversation of how you should, I, I don't need to sell myself. If you want to be with me, great. If you don't want to be with me, be with someone else. You know what I mean? It's fine. So that's how I feel. And I also feel the person that wants to be with me shouldn't sell themselves to me either. They should feel good being with me and want to get to know me. I want to, you know, I want to build something with me. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So it needs to go both ways. So I don't feel bad being single in Marrakesh at all. I love it because there's always something to do in Marrakesh. You can be out every single evening if you want. I saw that. I find the, yeah, exactly. I find the flirting in Marrakesh quite funny mm -hmm. because, you know, I love my Moroccan friends and my Moroccan, you know, all of that. I find them to be the most fascinating flirts in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's probably why I'd, I've never dated. I, I don't really date locals that much. Yeah. And um, I don't actually, not at all, to be fair, because it is a village. So your reputation gets made quite quickly as one. Well. And as a woman in business, you just, you do want to keep that respect as much as you can. And, um, and there you go. I don't search for it. I'm not looking for it. And when it knocks on my door, I give it the benefit of the doubt. Let's put it this way. That's how I feel about the benefit dating. Of the okay, wow. That's good. That's the benefit of the doubt. Let's yeah, and, see and, who um, you are and let's see. 
And you well, don't you feel like walking alone on the streets in Marrakesh, in, in Africa, like you, you feel comfortable, you don't feel... Oh yeah, uh, totally. Yeah? Totally. Yeah, yeah totally. I mean, even the policemen are so like, nice. Is Morocco safe? I see. Uh, how do you feel totally. about walking on the streets? But you feel comfortable, you feel safe. Totally safe. Yeah. Police officers are really nice here, to be honest. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, you know, they made me love police. In, oh, in Marrakesh and Morocco, wow. like honestly, you can talk with them. Yeah. You, they, as long as you're nice with them, they'll be nice with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, the, so even if you feel insecure or you're someone, there's a police agent somewhere in Marrakesh, you can talk to them and they'll definitely, you know, take your party and make you feel safe. Um, they 100% protect tourism because it's one of their biggest revenue streams in, in you know, in, in Marrakesh anyways. I mean, other, other parts of Morocco, maybe I would be a bit more scared but even so, I've traveled quite a lot in Morocco. I've never felt scared. I feel like Moroccans as a uh, culture, as people, are very nice. My mother's Moroccan. My father's French. Uh, I was never very close to my Moroccan side, to be very honest. And I've discovered it about 10, 15 years ago. And I was quite embarrassed that I didn't discover it before. Because I feel like um, the Moroccan culture as, as Moroccans and the people are very warm and very nice people. They're nice. They're just nice. So if you ask them for help, they will help you, hundred percent. So yeah, that's how. I'm happy to I... hear you share that because I think the perception is 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 a lot different, you know. So I'm glad you shared, you know, from somebody living there what your experience is, uh, which is mm. yeah. And, and do you feel that mm. when, when you are around men, like, do you feel they're intimidated by your success? Hmm. I don't know how to answer. Probably right. yes. So when we talk about this in a podcast sometimes because, you know, we we um, we see that like a high value man, a successful man, and, and when I, by the way, when I say high value man, I don't just mean money. I mean, you know, a certain status and freedom that they have worked for in life, and um, once obviously something similar in, in a partner or adds to that. And what you see a lot of times is that because of ego. That when a woman is more successful or you know on, on a similar level than as the man a lot of men start to feel uncomfortable uh, because they're not used mm. to that i am very different but i am not the typical guy that you know so that you can compare with but we see it a lot of times and i think also a lot of women successful women can relate to this from from what we've seen in the, in, in the people that are listening and um i i think it's extremely attractive you know and I think it's it's amazing. And even if you were more successful than me, I think it's wonderful. And I think you should encourage each other to become more successful mm -hmm. in every single way and aspect of life. However, when you are dating, do you feel the same? Or do you feel that that, that there is, like I said, that, intim that intimidating feeling from, from men or they become weird or... Hmm. I, once my grandmother told me something She's Algerian yeah. and she was a very strong, she passed away a couple of years ago, but she was a very strong lady that lived the war in Algeria, went to France, married a Moroccan, et cetera, et cetera. And she once told me something which I've kept in my way of being quite a lot and which is you can be a businesswoman, but don't forget to be a woman too. Mm, you see what I mean? Those yeah. are two different aspects. There is, your work and your success and how you are at work with your colleagues and with people and you know maybe i can i can be seen as a very tough person 100 
or scary sometimes even I hear, you know? Oh. Fine, but that's my work, right? But then I'm someone very different with my friends, my very close friends, which are like my family. And then I'm even someone different in my relationship, which is something that you're, that you're creating that is very different. And as a woman, even with all the successes in the world or more money or more fame or more whatever it is, we need to not forget to be a woman because I feel like a woman has such a powerful gift, which is that she can make or break a household. She can make it warm, like she can make it cold. She has that extra gift, I feel, compared to men, which is the creativity and the protection of a household. And that shouldn't be forgotten as women. I'm all for successful women, entrepreneurs, you know, changing the world, uh, you know, women independence, all of that. I mean, look in yeah. Morocco, they've, women have had the independence, the last of it in 2003. That's like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Do you see mm -hmm. what I mean? So I'm all for that. I feel like women can be amazing businesswomen, entrepreneurs, but don't forget to also be a woman. As soon as you start co becoming a competition with the person you're with, it's, it's not a relationship. It's, it's literally wow. a business trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought I did two different things. And of course you should. Um, I feel like I can't be in, a, I know for now, for a fact, out, out of my experiences that I can't be with a person that doesn't share that same ambition of success in anything. I don't care what it is, but in that has some kind of passion Absolutely. and ambition in something in his life. You know what I mean? And if yeah. you're not, if you're like that and in front of you, you don't have someone like that, you've got nothing much to share, but also be a woman, look after your man, you know, push him up as well. Like when I say, you know, behind each great man, there's a wonderful lady. It's kind of true. You, you, I feel 100%. like women are stronger than men, you know? So just don't forget that. And so, no, I don't feel like men are intimidated by my success. I feel like they're more intimidated by my truth than success. Wow. This is so accurate and I love what you say. And <laughs> so honestly, like I think it's also talking about, hey, what are what are what are your strengths? What 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 can what are you good at? And come and you know, being aware of that. You know, as a man, you are a protector mm. and you will keep your family safe. And that's okay. Exactly. You no, know, that doesn't mean exactly. that, oh, that's sexist or misogynistic. No, I think that's not it at all. You know, when 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 shit hits the fan and you're gonna call the police, you need some strong ass man to protect you. And that's what we're here for. Mm. And when, you know, you, mm. like you said, you want to be comfortable and create peace at home and, you know, a nice atmosphere and uh, only a woman can, can do that. I mean, a man can try, but it will never be as good as like that masculine and feminine energy. And yes, there are men that are more in touch with their feminine side, the feminine energy, and that's beautiful. Mm. And if you want to be a stay at home daddy and you want to, you know, make sure that your wife is, is the best version she can be and go out there in the world and hunt and perfect, wonderful. I mean, if that works for yeah. you, however, what's important is it you do are in a relationship, you get in there, that you communicate about, hey, what do you want in life? What is your vision for the future? Because like like I said, right, when we talk about high value, it is certainly not, a, not about money because we have... Uh, I, was, I was talking uh, about this with, uh, with a good friend of mine. We're both business owners. And he said, there are men that are respected in a social circle because of who they are, not because of what they have. So they're still the, the G, as we now say, right? Within, within their network, within their circle. 
So, so I want to, I really want to touch on this because a lot of times people are like, oh, you have to be a six figure owner, sorry, six figure earner to be in the, in, in the category. Yes, of course. Like you need the money. You need to, you know, move around and be flexible and do, do what you want and when you want hundred percent, but it's not the most important thing. It's also, how do you, how do you respect and how do you treat the people around you, especially your own family, your women. And also what's important is I think purpose. At the end of the day, and I and I don't know if you I would love to hear your take on this. At the end of the day, I think the most important thing is God and family. All the countries that I've been, all the things that I've done, I realized one thing. It's really all about family. It's really all about like mm. creating that that coming back to home. Right. Mm. And again, you and I are both in a situation where we're, you know, we're we're careful. Who who, who do we create home with? Not just anybody, mm. you know. Does that does this person bring in the right energy? Does this person make me feel better? Does this person really enhance my life? You don't need it. I don't need it. So it will just be about love, and it will not be about any financial benefit or anything else. It's like, hey, are mm. you a good person? Can you really, you know, make me happy and be at peace and provide? I think it's not even just that. It's like, it's that, but it's also, can you be a good father to my child for me? Or can I be, can I be the good mother to your child? Because at the end of the day, you can have love that lasts a day. Like you can have love that lasts 10 years. I mean, it's not about that. It's just the quality of it. Is it of quality? One. And two, if shit hits the fan, what kind of person are you? You know, it's always that, that thing of, my about going back to respect my father told me respect is you can't buy respect that's the first thing so it's got nothing to do with money you've got the biggest crooks in the world which are you know the richest as well kind of thing so it's got nothing to do with money it's got to do with your education your values i mean those are the two most important points of what makes you different and respected or not what are your values what are your what is your education in a way as a person i'm not talking about your studies to become this or that i'm talking as a person and also your integrity what are you for what are you not for you know and so and so that's what brings respect it's not because you're worth this much i mean you're you're not going to die with your money you know underground kind of thing so that's not what people are going to remember how rich what people are going to remember how rich you are well great for you but that's not cool i'd rather people remember me for the great moments we spent together or something I helped them become better in their lives at one point or save their life on something. You know what I mean? That's what I'm interested in in personally as a person. Others are interested in just having those figures. That's fine. That's not what I'm interested in in in, in a relationship. I feel like in a relationship, you can be a zero, you can be a six figures, you can do whatever you want. As long as you're building something together, with, you know, whether it's in your life or inside your house, then you can go anywhere. If tomorrow you wake up and say, you know what, darling, I want to, get to six figures, then great, let's work together to get to six figures. That's a real relationship. You know, it's your ride or die. It's not, it's not about what you have at that point, it's about where you're going. And if even if you change your mind or if you change the person you're gonna be in five, 10 years or whatever, being with that person, can that person adapt to your change? Can that person adapt to a hard time? Can that person adapt to all of that in bringing you back to in the right track or pushing you in in some kind of track where you want to go you know what i mean you could i've seen relationships or couples where the guy was on the six figure had a burnout didn't want to work as a trader anymore and was married to someone that he met you know earlier on 
and she, you know turned around and say hey Donna I'm gonna stop this we're not I'm not gonna earn as much money what do you think about it and she's like great let's go and have fun you know we'll just downgrade a little bit and maybe I'll take on my career now and you go and find out whoever you want to be it's the free I feel like a relationship needs to be the freedom of two people helping each other being the better version of themselves if you can achieve that I feel like you can go anywhere with that person they need to be your best friend your husband your brother your father you're this as a woman the same for a man I feel like women forget that they can't be with someone just for the money for example you know what's the point and what tomorrow he has no money you don't love him anymore you know what I mean shit hits the fan the market changes it's tough and that's it you can't be there to help him you know you know go back up kind of thing no it's it's not a real relationship you know so of course you have to respect both parties in the relationship but you have to respect who you are but you have if you respect who you are and you love yourself as a person at that point you can respect and love the person you have in front of you without having to change them but with accepting them the way they are you know that's it and i feel like in our generation we forget that we forget to accept and that that person is also allowed to change, allowed to change their minds, allowed to change their view, allowed to change their direction, allowed to change. So, yeah, that's how I see it. like that. And I mean, you're in the business of love. You see those beautiful mm. moments. Unfortunately, the divorce rate is higher than ever, which always breaks my heart. And I think a big reason for that is also, like we just discussed, people don't really know where they are themselves yet let alone that they can communicate mm. properly to their partner what they want and what they desire. Mm. So there you have this face of infatuation, you know, fall in love, if you will. And you kind of like forget about rational thinking and what do I like? What is my love language? What is my purpose? Does it align with yours? You know, mm. like these, these difficult conversations, I mean, not even difficult conversations. I think it's important conversations to have. And what do you expect from me? I have this conversation earlier on when I meet someone to be fair I like that I'm like that's why I'm saying the three four weeks I'm like without and again with no judgment Mm -hmm. no judgment where I where where I what I don't like and I I feel like it's vice versa is if you're true like I'm a very truthful person Mm -hmm. I'm no shame of my past no shame of who I am or no shame of my future I've made mistakes like everyone else in the world uh, you know, and, and that's and that's what made me me, you know, big ones. I made big mistakes, small mistakes, whatever mistakes, okay? So it's not the point. Um, what I don't like is when someone lies to you about who they are or their intentions. That's where I'm like, that's where I can cut it off in a way where I don't even, you know, be my friend tomorrow kind of thing. You know what I mean? Because I don't think that's fair on the other person. But again, maybe that person can't, be true to you because they're not true to themselves so again it comes back to you know working on yourself it's funny actually i organized an indian wedding in um november which really marked me uh they're they're a young couple living in london and so on so maybe they'll listen to this podcast and they're they're kind of discreet so i won't say their names but what marked me is that he protected her during the whole wedding because a lot most of the the guests were actually more his family all right, so they wanted a modern Indian wedding. Mm-hmm. So he protected her and she helped him, but told him where she couldn't go further with him on something and where she could. All right. And she came in to stop 
you know, some of the things, but with elegance and grace. That's what I love about, about this person. She's a very strong woman, but she does it with elegance and grace, which mm -hmm. I really like, which I'm, I'm a bit more tough, maybe because of the horse riding than she is. But that's what <laughs> I like about her. Um, and, and it's true, though. And what was yeah. shit? My, and then oh, what man. was funny is that at one point they had like a cue, like, you know, like a, a, a question thing, a shoe game. There you go. That's what it was, the shoe game. And she's, and they said, who do you love the most? So he takes her shoe up saying, you know, I love her the most. But she, she, she chose her own shoe. Oh, wow. And then she turns around and everyone was like, what? And she said, no, if I don't love myself, how can I love you? How can I be the best version of, of my, and this is like in front of 200, I don't know how many guests. Oh, if I don't love myself, how can I love you? Do you see what I mean? So it, it was it was a big lesson to me, actually, because I was like, wow, this woman has such integrity that even in front of everyone, all her guests, her family, his family and everyone, she chose her shoot and said, I love you. We've been together for many years. We've gone through this Indian modern wedding where we've broken most of the codes, but we try to respect both families, blah, de, blah, de, blah. We did it our way, the highway. But you know what? I'll be such a better version for you if I accept myself. And that, to me, really blew my heart open. I was like, what a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and I think we're getting more and more in, in the way we're going in generations and so on and so forth, where women are standing up for themselves and saying, I need to love myself to love you and not be in a sacrifice you know, kind of position. But also men need to adjust to that. It doesn't mean... When we say we love ourselves, it doesn't mean we can't love you. It doesn't mean we can't care for you. It doesn't mean we can't look after you. It doesn't mean we can't cook for you or I, I personally don't particularly have time to clean, but look, you know, make sure that it's my job to tell the cleaner what to do, what to cook or whatever. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean we can't do all of that, yeah. you know, but it just means let us also love ourselves in order to love you. And let us love ourselves our way in order to be the best version we can be for you. Do you see what I mean? And I think that's why men, uh, and, and I'm talking about it in a big generality because I'm seeing a lot of men that do understand that now when I organize the weddings and I see how they are with their, you know, fiance and so on and so forth. But I feel like we still, men are still learning that. How do I position myself in being a man, but at the same time, letting this woman be free and independent. Do you see what I mean? Without being scared, without having to control her to protect her kind of thing. So there you go. So that's uh, a little story of love. And I think yeah, I if you have that. that also, also what, what you said about respect earlier, I think more than love, a man desires respect. And what does that yeah, mean? That means that everything, like that you show up, that you're a priority, that, that you know, you make him a priority and um, that you do things. And this goes both ways, by the way. This goes both ways, mm -hmm. male and female. But that you show up and that you show that respect and priority communicating and also you know we're all busy we all have things to do but if you truly care you show that i think that's that's the most mm. important thing honestly before mm. love but and sometimes to, sometimes that, like yeah. you know we kind of like get distracted or we let ourselves get caught up in the things of the day of life and we think forget about that and um so so i think that's that's extremely important and also this this whole thing what you said as well about love 
self-love is, is 100% number one. You need to be in tune and, and loving yourself and be complete and working on you and do you. And also understand that, like, I, I dealt with it, maybe you too. Somebody accusing you of cheating or doing this or that or those things. And I've never cheated in my life. I would never be able to because I'm too, emo I'm too emotional, right? I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I can only, like, date one person. Um, and I was like, why, why, why am I always being falsely accused? And usually mm -hmm. that's because it's a reflection of what is going on in their mind, what they are doing. That's another thing that I wanted mm -hmm. to add. So 100%, but um, 100%, 100%. I mean, it's always, it takes, you know, like the criminal will think about a crime and accuse you of the crime, but yeah. he's probably the one that's, you know, that's yeah. done the crime because you, you can't even think that way. It hasn't even crossed your mind. I've never cheated uh, when I, will, you know, when it's not right with the person, I just tell them that it's not right. Like I'm not, I don't have time for that. I feel like time is the most precious thing in the world. Yeah. And because that's the only thing you, can, you can't get back. And I just don't have time to go through the worry and so on and so forth of like cheating on someone and being caught and all that kind of crap. So to me, it's a bit boring. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, like, <laughs> it's true. It's like, oh, yeah. my God, like not sleeping and this and that. It's just like, wow, I've got other games I want to play. Well, for which, me, it's more you know, an energetic thing, though, like just energetically. Yeah. You're connected to somebody emotionally. How can you give yourself to somebody else? Like knowing that. Exactly. I, I did just know I can't. I'm sorry. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I'm too, I'm too emotional on that uh, aspect of things, which actually, no, I've had a lot of guys which were scared that I would cheat on them, but a lot, not because I haven't had that many partners in my life. I've had three real relationships, to be honest. So, and I'm not that kind of person that likes one night stands or just dating for yeah. dating. Uh, Cause I have to have like an emotional connection, like an intelligent connection with the person in order to open myself. So, which a lot of men don't believe. When they see me, they're like, no, I'm sure you're cheating on me. You're going out, you're meeting all these people, this and this and that. And I'm just like, my God, darling, if I wanted to cheat on you with my friend, I would have done it before I met you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, or if I want so, you know, and that's again, comes to their own uh, confidence. Yeah. Uh, but I do think you need to show up for your partner. I do think you need to reassure them. I do think you need to tell them what you're doing, what you're not doing. I do think you need to be an open book. And I feel like, I am the most vulnerable with my partner. That person can take me and go like this if they really want, because I want to show that that vulnerability with that with that person. I don't want to be the tough businesswoman that I am in life. I want to be that vulnerable woman that I am in front of you know my partner. So, but what what is his intention? What what will he do with that? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And that's your part of showing up. Is he going to use that and put you on a guilt trip so then he controls your life? No. And that's where you need to get trained in order to be like, okay, cool. I'm happy to be vulnerable with you. I'm happy to open myself. I'm happy to even tell you things that maybe my own family doesn't because you've become my family today. And that's what we're building this together. You know, it's a big, you know, it's a big that's leap why of never faith. never judge your happens. partner. Never. Because the moment you tell yeah. someone vulnerable in the safe space that is between you and, and your partner, and you do that once, it's never the same. Same with trust. Exactly. Once it's broken, yes, you can glue it back together. It's never going to be the same. So never exactly. judge. Create a safe space. Listen, hundred percent. I love that you say that. Yeah. Exactly. So I think I think that's what's yeah. the most important thing. Is like okay, um, but don't betray my trust. Yeah. I feel like to me, it's it's that don't betray my trust. And if you do, you better have a good reason to. 
I always look in any situation, yeah. I always give the benefit of the doubt. You have to. You can't be too radical. You have to understand where the person comes from, why they come from that, why they reacted this way, why were they scared about this? Why, 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 why? Why this irrational, you know, um, phenomenon? Try to understand it. I, f- I feel like you need to give the benefit of the doubt in, in any situation. But as soon as you see that it's toxic or it's a lie, or they're making you feel bad, or you feel like you're on a guilt trip, or it's controlling, or it's this, or it's that, forget yeah. it. Even if you go through the big wedding, you will break up. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not going to work. You know, it's money thrown out the window. It's Give it to a charity. You know what? I mean? So have a huge birthday party, but don't don't go through to, to commit. And I also feel like today's generation don't have the real value of a commitment. You know what I mean? What is it to you committing to something? You know, what is it? When I give my word to someone, I try my best to keep it. You know, if I can't, I'll give the reason why. So if I tell, a pa- that's why I never got married, actually. Like I was, my three exes asked me to marry them. And I said, no. And I said, why? And I said, because I can't commit. Yeah. Because I know that I will not stay with you until the end. I, I, don't, I don't want you as the father of my child kind of thing. You know what I mean? Or I am not all, I am not ready to give you what you need for your own success in life and your own happiness. Now I'm more ready to be, you know, in a relationship and get married and so on and so forth. Yes, I know I'm ready because I worked on myself. That's why I stayed single for the past year and a half. But also it needs to be the right partner, right? You need to have that. And it, yeah. But it needs to be the right partner, but you need to work on yourself to understand what you want and what you don't want. Yes who you are and who you, you're not, what you can commit to, what you can't commit to. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Because, okay, you can meet this great guy or you can meet this great girl, all right? And you're like, oh my God, she's hot, she's amazing, love her status, she's there, she's there, I'm having, we're having such a great connection for that evening and blah, 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 blah. Great. I can create a connection with anyone that lasts two hours or three or four, or 10, you know what I mean? But that's one step. But then what, what do you have in front of you? What can they commit to? Do you see what I'm trying to say? What are they prepared to commit to? That's one thing. But what are you prepared to commit to in exchange? What's your exchange between two people? And if you you find that out, right, and you put it together and you have a goal of the two of you to go somewhere, then at that point, anything can come in. You'll continue moving on that goal because that goal and that purpose is more important than anything else. You look at Beyonce and Jay-Z, the guy cheats on her, she stays. And I loved her 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 song where she's like, look at this kind of thing. And you think you're going to come and break what I'm building with this guy. I'm building an empire and you're going to come along and stop my guy and break everything. No, but because at that point, they're both working on something bigger than all the noise. Do you see what I'm trying to say? So find someone that has this kind of the, the same values and respect and a commitment to whatever happened, you'll ride and die. Basically, and I feel like our generation, where I get bored with guys is I feel like th- we don't have that kind of commitment. If I commit to tr- at least trying a relationship with you, I will try. And it's not a, like a flight ticket. It's not a distance. It's not time. It's not money. It's not all yeah. of that. That's going to stop me from at least giving you the, my time and try and organizing my schedule in terms of making that work for you and for me. But if it's only a one-way street, get lost, dude. Try and find someone as, you know, as committed and, and, and yeah, yeah. you know, as truthful as me kind of it thing. It needs to be a two-way street. 
Yeah, you both need to show effort. Two way like, like, street. Yeah, this is the thing though. Also, also with me, like, I, I, uh, I don't know how it's like to like chase somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know how like some people like they they, and I admire that from some men. Like they they really, you know, um, chase, chase. To, to to kind of like hunt. And I think yeah. it, it's a masculine thing to do. I think now because of I grew up in the, the age of social media and and you know you get the dms and I, I never really had to chase so it's like i kind of miss that but i do understand what i find, think is very important is that there needs to be a mutual conversation a mutual show of interest you show me you like mm. me i show you back you know let's let's talk let's let's get to know each other you know what i mean but it has mm. to be both ways if not i'm not gonna go after you you know, mm. I'm not gonna go. Mm. So you gotta show me, and then I'll show you. And that's like mm. a dance. It I, has to be an organic I, dance. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I like totally. that you say it shouldn't be a one-way street, 100% both ways. No. Yeah. I've never, I've never gone for, I've never chased, of course, but I've never even, um, I've never found that attractive a guy that chases. Mm, you know, yeah. because I'm like, why? You're, 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 you're trying to push something, and you don't know me. So what you so you're trying to push an idea of me, a fantasy mm -hmm. of me? You don't know me. Why would you want to be with me? You know, you don't know me. Like it's not about my looks or my status or this or my money or whatever it is. Why? What is that? That to me is not the value that I'm looking for in in a partner. So a guy that chased me or is down, you know, the road being like, oh my God, I still want to meet you. Please, can we at least have one dinner, this and this and this? I'm like, why? You don't know me and you're already having a fantasy of me. It's wrong, it's fake. I'm real. I'm for the right. I'm for the real. I'm not. I'm for the truth. I'm not for the fake bullshit of showing on Instagram that I'm with this hot guy. I mean, I'm lucky enough. My ex is a good looking guy, which is great. You know what I mean? But that's not what my main thing is what I'm looking at because it's fake. Yeah. No, you know, again, in the toughest places with that person, will you still be there? Will you keep that commitment? Yeah. Those are your biggest questions. And I see I'm lucky enough to have. A lot of the couples I marry, some young, a lot of quite young, but you see that. You see that they're there for each other, you know, against their families, again, sometimes cultures, religion, all of that. I'm, I'm a specialist in multicultural weddings. Mm -hmm. And you see that they're there for each other against all odds, against all opinions, against all everything. It's them and the rest of the world. If you can achieve that with someone, you're, it's going to work. And the people I've worked with that, you know, you, you can feel the energy is not that, which I've had to be fair. I'm very lucky because I've had only very few. You know, they're not going to end up together and it's fake. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So are you looking for an Instagrammable relationship or are you looking for a relationship? <laughs> do, you, do you call it Instagrammable relationship? I love yeah, that. Like, I you love know, that. You know what I mean? Oh, are you, yes. It's like, that's it. Like, oh. what are you looking for? I can be someone on Instagram and everyone, when they see my personal Instagram, they're like, oh my God, she's this and this. When they meet me, they're like, oh my God, you're so not like your Instagram. I'm like, well, really? That's how you got to know me on Instagram? Where I can show you a five seconds of my life where I'm happy and I've been crying all day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, how can you, how can you be with someone just because they look good or they're rich? What if they're not rich tomorrow? 100%. And also looks fade. Looks yeah, fade. Or what if they, or what if they're not, what if they don't look so good tomorrow? What happens then? Well, th this is this is another thing, and I want to like this is a very important conversation. Aging is beautiful, 
you know, we all age like a fine wine, right? Yeah. Once, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, just my project manager that once the time is going good time. We are, we are alive. So, what is important, I think, that we understand and that we talk about is aging. Looks fade, but I also think that mm. aging is beautiful and it should be embraced. I think West Hollywood, the left, liberal agendas are trying to push a narrative that it's, you know, that we need Botox, that we need fillers, that we need this, that, to stay young. We need this young girl next to us to have status, to look good, where you mentioned it, Instagrammable. I think it's false. I think it's mm. beautiful when I see some character on the face. I think it's beautiful when I see some wrinkles on the face. I think it's beautiful when a woman's breasts are not like balloons and they're just natural. Um, and I think we should talk about that. And we mm. should talk about that more because Hollywood is pushing more and more. It should all be fake and it should all be plastic and we should all look the same and blown up um no i think it's beautiful when a woman and a man ages and we both age differently and um if you are together in a relationship i think that you should embrace that from each other and a lot of times mm. what happens is after a couple of years the man starts looking for a younger girl because instagram and hollywood and the west is pushing, pushing that. Mm. I think it's, it's funny because with Mar 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 Morocco, they would say it's haram, it's it's shaitan, it's the devil. Yeah. That's how playing mm. hard at work, you know. Mm. Well, in Morocco, there's a lot of uh, women that are on Botox and plastic surgery, like everywhere else. I mean, it, it, you know, but um, it's funny you say that actually because I find that a lot of women around me, a lot of women around me, are entrepreneurs. And, and that's what I like. We have a little group of like strong, I have strong women, yeah. the entrepreneurs here or abroad, that. you know, like uh, French or Moroccan, uh, very independent, very strong ladies. And I'm really happy to, to, I'm very lucky and very grateful to have that kind of surrounding around me, you know, I can name like a few, but they, you know, they have their businesses here and so on and so forth. So, um, and they, then they're all against that kind of stuff of Botox and all of that. Oh. And to be fair, I'm seeing a lot of, of um, ladies dating much younger guys now. You know what I mean? Mm. So it, it goes, it goes, it, it's, I feel like it's changing a little bit. Yeah. Well, they've done this fashion show, like the fashion week in Paris. They've had this, I can't remember who did that, but there's a few models that came through, the, uh, you know, older ladies where we can see all their wrinkles and everything. So I feel like it's just a phase. Like we went through the phase of, plastic surgery, Botox, looking fake, blah, 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 blah. To now, at one point, it was all the blondes with big boobs. Then it was all the brunettes with big, big asses. Now we're going through, and, and we're going to go back to the whole spiritual aspect mm. of things of wrinkles look great and gray hair looks great and yeah. blah, 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 blah. And we need to stop doing so much Botox on ourselves. So I, I am not in that. So I mean, I have friends who do Botox, of course. And I find them very beautiful as well. As long as they're happy, that's great. I'm not against it. I'm not oh, for it. I do. I do feel like I'm not against plastic surgery, or I'm not for it. Maybe I could. Maybe one day I'll do it on something that I feel really bad about. I don't know, but yeah. I do feel like you need to stay, try and stay natural as much as you can, even as a woman. And that's what's the most beautiful features 
of who you are, truth. Again, we go back to the same word, which is truth, which is try and stay yourself. But of course, I love taking care of myself too and doing like little massages and radio this and that and all that kind of spa thing. You know, I love it. I'm like a spa addict. So it's not bad as well. I think just don't go too much. And your partner, your partner should support that. What do you do want a little bit of Botox? What do you do want a little bit of filler? You know, like, hey, baby, if that makes you feel better, go ahead, right? But just mm. know that you don't need it to do for anybody else but yourself because I find you beautiful the way you are. And that's deep. Mm. It's about who you are as a person, your energy inside, mm. you know, the outer beauty face. I see everything. So this is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see where, where you're going with this. It's more yeah, about because a lot of men saying, make their women feel insecure because yeah, yeah. they follow no, no, these bullshit. thoughts on Instagram, and then and then and then you know they think that 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 is secretly what they want. So the woman is trying to like achieve this 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 unrealistic self image because you know everything. <laughs> a lot of times you meet somebody in real life and on Instagram, and it's a completely different story. So and we know why because of the editing. So that you know it's it's mm. like. It's a very sad reality, but I'm, I'm very happy to hear your optimistic message. Hey, I have a group of entrepreneurial women and we are very different. And I like that. And I'm glad you share that because we need to make it. I mean, I, I'm probably the, the one in my group that's like, oh, maybe I should do a little bit of this. And my mm, friends are like, someone yeah, like yeah. five years younger, like older than me or whatever. Yeah. They're like, are you kidding? Eloise? You better not do that. Like, also, there's this whole French elegance. When you look at all the French ladies in yeah. the real French elegance, they don't go, they don't look like plastic dolls. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's yeah. just like, I love to have people around me that that and like I said, those entrepreneurial women, which are like, if you really want to do it, go ahead. I think of one actually. I'm just gonna kill me for saying that. But Alexian, she has the brand Anaka, which I love. Um, she does like palm trees or whatever, whatever. And every time she's like, "What have you done?" Are you going to do something? This I'm like, no, she's like, you better not. You know, you're pretty as you are. The, you know, things like that. Or even my friend Kenza, which is one of my best friends. And she's like a lawyer, oh, entrepreneur. Like, you know, she's pushing, um, she's pushing also cosmetics. She's got a cosmetic brand. They've got, she's pushing a factory for like food or whatever, nougas. She's a lawyer. She's this. I find her to be one of the most just person I've ever met in my life. It's not about her family or her friends it's just what's true what's just what's okay you know and what's not okay and and i really love having her in my life because even when i'm wrong or i do something wrong she's like hey what you're doing there is wrong it's not because i'm your friend that i'm i'm like literally okay with everything you're doing you are wrong no don't go in that direction don't think that way because what is it bringing to you don't get into the this argument put down the fire continue focusing on this and vice versa. I give the same, you know, um, kind of, of advice when, when it comes to that, that point. And I feel like in your relationship, it needs to be the same thing, but you need to, as soon as you see a man that makes you feel bad for who you are, your beauty, your shape, your hair color, mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. family, your money, your this, your that, all of that, you need to cut it off. You need to have no time, no maybe, don't think you'll ever change someone. You know, psychologists for years and years and years and years have been trying to study that, trying to change the, the you know, mankind and 
the, the, the human brain, they still haven't, you know, we still don't have cures for schizophrenia, bipolars or this, we have things to put it under control, but we don't have actual real cures that have been, you know, seems proven to work on every single human being. So you can't, you can't be titi-witi. You, that's why you need to be the toughest. Yeah. Any guy or woman or woman that comes into your life that makes you feel less, doesn't accept who you are, makes you want to go and get some Botox, you need to be like, hello, hi, bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Or you're too old or you're too young or you're too this or you're too that. Who are you? Are you Mr. Perfection? You know, like yeah. what, what? you have no flaws. You have no you know, vulnerability or you have nothing that's not exactly perfect, like a fucking design on 3D a sketch. Uh, you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. It's I, like I, com- I completely get it. Exactly, exactly. You know what, what, I, what I just mentioned. I think it's. I'm glad that you know you you share this. Um, and I really. I'm, that's where I have yeah. lose my patience is on that. Mm. Don't try and change someone. Yeah. Don't try and push them down. Who are you? God doesn't push people down. Why would you? Exactly. God forgives your biggest sin. God how can judge. you not forgive someone's? Exactly. So how can you judge? Sorry, God is the only and one. Any, exactly, yeah. Um, you know, but, thank you so much. He, he forgives yeah. your sins. You're like, you know, if you do this, then you're forgiven. If you do that, then you're forgiven. So how can you not forgive someone for their flaws? And also, I feel like the beauty of someone is in their flaws. If you love their flaws, you can love them. Find their flaws. Love their flaws. Give love to their flaws. And maybe through your love, they'll become, you know, their strength. So I don't like that. In just making you feel bad, kind of relationship. Hundred percent, hundred percent. There you go. Where can um um we're we're all past over the hour, which is lovely because I really enjoyed this conversation. Oh wow, um, that's great. And in closing, where where can people find you? So we have uh, the work Instagram, which is mm-hmm. hello weddings dot events. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Hello, weddings dot events. It will be in the and they can see some of our work. Yeah, so they can find our work and sometimes see me a little bit, but it's not about me. It's about the work and it's about the weddings that we organize and so on and so forth. So there you go. I'm quite actually discreet and more, you know, humble in my personal life, I guess. And I don't. I think the sports cars is probably I haven't done one in years, and because I it I don't like to expose myself too much. So there you go. So but. If you want to get married to do an event or whatever in Marrakesh or anywhere in the world, contact us and my clients become my friends. But to be fair, I become the psychologist a little bit sometimes with the family dramas and I all that tell. kind of stuff, which yeah. is a fun bit. So um, if you need help, of course, I've helped a lot of women mm-hmm. uh, get out of abuse as well. So and that I do it as my personal giving back to the world, I guess. So I've helped a lot get out of having narcissistic, you know, um, situation or, yeah. or being abused or and I and it's something that's really close to my heart yeah. so if someone's in need for that yes I'll be there for them 100% thank you so much Eloisa, for being on here and your time and all the things you've said no, thank you thank you I think you're a wonderful person I think you Aww. have the right uh, intentions and you have the right vision of life in general and you're curious about life and so on and so forth so no thanks to you for the for the moment we shared and thank, thank you, you so for, much this is you know, you know this is so interesting and this is why i love podcasting because it, it has this long form element where you really can get to know someone and you know as, a, as an entertainer you know and and making use of social media 
it's very short form and it's very hard to absolutely there's there is no way you can get to know someone absolutely no way mm. so that's why mm. these things are so important and um, acting and, and all the other things as an entertainer that i love doing which i'm passionate about is the exact way not to so i really appreciate this conversation and i i you know and especially the people listening um i'm sure a lot of you can relate if you're hearing this and i would love to hear from you and um yeah well we'll do it again i hope to see you soon in marrakesh by the way me uh, too and i hope to continue shining and helping all those people for your platforms you. and if you need anything in marrakesh of course you're more than welcome thank you so much Eloisa. i um, you're welcome thank you